Oh gosh, yeah. So they're tied. Four. Wow. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Who'd have thought? All right, here we go. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Greatest Lists, a podcast appreciating the greatest songs of all time. Your music historians and hosts <laughs> for Greatest Lists are myself, Jason Gross, and my co-host, Talk to me, Eric. You're not going to talk. <laughs> you're What's dead, going? aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're playing the dead goose. Well done. Yes, yeah, well done. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you were a Navy pilot, what would your call sign be? Oh, man. That's a good That's a good question. I'll have to think about that. Ask me at the end of the show. I'll try to okay. think about that. I was thinking maybe I'd be like Gross Man. or, or Oh, that's, oh, that's good. I, gross Man. I had a nickname in... Uh, in school jaybird so maybe i'm oh. jaybird i don't know i used to have a nickname in high school i was since my last name is vardaman but it some somebody spelt it wrong with instead of man spelt it m-o-n and my friends latched onto it as demon and they call me demon for the rest of high school. <laughs> there that, you go that, that might be mine yeah demon. demon yeah there you go that sounds good way better than jaybird okay <laughs> We are continuing the home stretch in our season one list of the top 50 movie soundtrack songs of the 80s. But before we continue, let me remind everyone, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com, which features the largest online selections of Halloween costumes. If you want to do top uh, Top Gun flight suit this year, or for your wife, or for your fur baby, they're all there at HalloweenCostumes.com. You can even find a bomber jacket. Oh. But... Of course, the best part is the promo link in today's show notes. You can load up your cart with as much as you want to. You click over, make sure you uh, do that first, and then you save 20% off your entire order. Nice. But you got to do it before Halloween night, October 31st. That Getting is close. sneaking up on us soon. So yeah. if you've been waiting to redeem your 20% offer, do it now, man. It is time. Make sure you get those costumes before the big night. HalloweenCostumes.com. Head on over there after the show. Also, thanks to our friends, of course, who have been listening along with the season and entered our Guess Our Top 10 giveaway. We're going to give you another leaderboard update on that at the end of the show. So here we go. Our next selection takes us back to 1986. Coming in at number four, uh, uh, our second selection from Top Gun and going back to back, number five and Man. number four, Kenny Loggins with Danger Zone. By the numbers. Danger Zone entered the Billboard Hot 100 chart at number 85 on May 10th, 1986, which was a week prior to the wide release of Top Gun. It then entered the top 40 on June 7th and peaked at number two the last week of June. Peter Gabriel dropped a sledgehammer on Mavericks F-14, man. <laughs> sent it spiraling back down to top 40, so it, it never made it to number one. Uh, but it was a top 10 hit also in Canada and Switzerland. But surprisingly, it has yet to be certified in the U.S. In fact, the only Danger Zone that is certified gold is Player's Album from 1978. What? Yes. No certification. Uh, wow. the, the song is certified platinum in the U.K., 
which is 600,000 units. I'm not sure why it's 600. Maybe there's some kind of weird metric system conversion going on there, but it's Canada. It, it only peaked at number 45 in the UK in its initial run. So it's weird that it's platinum over there peaked at number 45. Wow. But I, I think a certification might be coming uh, to the U.S. because earlier this year, with the release of Top Gun Maverick, it entered the Billboard digital sales chart for six weeks and uh, peaked sure. at number yeah. seven. So I don't know if that's counted with their physical sales yeah, it has or to what. Be. Yeah, it has to be. Now, we've mentioned them numerous times during this list. Georgie, uh, Giorgio Moroder and uh, Tom Whitlock are the writers yeah. of the song. They're actually behind four of the songs on the soundtrack, including my pick at number 18, which was Take My Breath Away. Uh, the story of the song goes that the film producers, Jerry Brockheimer and Don Simpson, along with music supervisor Michael Dilbeck, tried over 300 songs to work with Top Gun. They were testing compositions against the dailies, which was the opening scene with the aircraft carrier, and nothing satisfied them. And Brockheimer then asked soundtrack producer Giorgio Moroder to write something. And with the help of Tom Whitlock, they composed Danger Zone, and had Joe uh, Pizzullo record a demo, which you can actually <laughs> you can actually hear part of the demo in the movie uh, Cracked Up from 1987. The clip is on YouTube, and you can actually hear that demo, which is pretty similar, and he sings it well. Wow. Uh, very similar to Kenny Loggins. But uh, with the approval of producers, uh, the soundtrack distributor, Columbia Records, requested that Marauder... Uh, have Danger Zone performed by an artist signed by the label, of course. And their first choice was the band Toto, which uh, through some legal conflicts and with the, I guess, between the producers of Top Gun and the band's lawyers, that didn't happen. Uh, according to uh, Steve uh, Lukather of Toto, the band sent their version to the producers and were told that only Joseph Williams' vocals would be used and the band deemed that unacceptable and pulled out. Wow. So they wanted to solo out uh, Joseph Williams from the band yep. and they wouldn't do it. That's crazy. The uh, journey to Kenny Loggins was long. So Corey Hart, <laughs> Jefferson Starship, Brian Adams, and Ario Speedwagon were also approached wow. to perform Danger Zone, but declined. I can't uh, hear any of them doing that song. According to Sonfax, uh, Mickey Thomas of Starship said the band loved the song, and but were uneasy about the movie's pro-military theme, which was mm -hmm. allegedly the same reason that Brian Adams turned down the gig. So film producers finally offered the song to Loggins, who would uh, recall his ascent to recording Danger Zone as a very snap judgment. <laughs> uh, Whitlock went to Loggins in his casino home and showed him the lyrics and Loggins made his own improvisations and off they went. But he wasn't credited as a songwriter. The weird thing is, uh, he uh, Loggins told Rock Music History that he was left off the roster so Marauder and Whitlock could meet an eligibility requirement for an Academy Award category. Hmm. Giorgio and Tom had written most of the songs for Top Gun, he says, uh, just the two of them and then there was a particular category in the academies for songs and if you have like six songs you can be eligible for the award uh provided it's the same writers so loggins agreed to take mm -hmm. a cut of the publishing instead but the deal got screwed up when the sold his publishing and loggins 
uh, according to song facts i think has spent years trying to get his due wow this song. yeah that's so crazy they, <laughs> they tried to go for the academy award Didn't left him it. off as a songwriter he wanted to get some of the publishing profits and never panned out wow that's amazing that he's not making just a million dollars off of that that song he's got to be doing like, something i mean now with yeah. re-records or whatever but yeah true who knows let's get personal so as we mentioned you can scroll back in the feed to number 18 in our list to get our history with the top gun movie it was one i connected with a little bit later in life um but i feel like i've known the song since it initially hit the top 40. oh yeah if, if you listen to 80 stations now and these throwback radio shows on weeknights sometimes i'll listen to uh, i think it's called throwback radio or throwback uh, nation on uh, one of our local radio stations it seems like they overplay it oh yeah um i know i know they do on on 80s on eight it's yeah on all the time I think it's in a good way though, because I well, I read that Loggins even admit it's more of a novelty song to him and not his personal style. But I get that. But at the same time, it's just such a rocking and unique song that I think everyone has good memories of yeah. at least watching the movie or when you hear the song, you're immediately taken to the movie and you've got good memories, you know, kind of locked in your brain and it it opens those up every time you hear mm -hmm. it. But yep. I, I don't I don't think I owned it until the CD era, which wasn't too much. You know, I mean, the, the true CD era. I mean, CDs were around when Top Gun came out, but when they went mainstream, like in the early 90s, um, right. that's when I bought the soundtrack. So um, just just like I said, one of those songs that's just synonymous with the 80s. It, it is synonymous with the 80s. Um, uh, I remember. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Yeah, it reminds me of it just reminds me of uh, when that movie came out. Like that Christmas, I asked for a bomber jacket, and I also got a pair of aviators. And so <laughs> I, I remember going to school like in January, like right after New Year's Day, uh, wearing that bomber jacket and those aviators, thinking I was just the coolest guy in the world <laughs> because of that movie. And I, I mean, that's the whole reason I asked for a bomber jacket was because of that. Yeah. So yeah, that's and that and that song just reminds me of 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 that time. <laughs> I just I know I look like a fool now. Thinking back, I'm like God. I was when I was 14, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wearing yeah. wearing, a, wearing aviators and a bomber jacket to school. But uh, well, I still wait wear aviators nowadays. Oh, I know so. I do now too. But yeah. as a 14 year old walking into yeah, junior high, yeah. you're like, what are you wearing sunglasses for? <laughs> so you remember when? Uh like the top gun maverick merchandise first started to hit and yeah. the movie got delayed and delayed you know COVID and all that yep. and walmart had this like little uh like pop-up little uh shelf there cardboard shelf with like the t-shirts on there and they had like licensed aviators they were oh. 10 10 bucks a piece and i was like ah, they're cool and they got the little top gun maverick logo in the corner but Maybe they'll come down on clearance. Well, you know, the, the movie got delayed and delayed and delayed. I picked up like three pair for three bucks a piece <laughs> on clearance later. Nice. I'm like, I am set now. One pair gets scratched. I'm right on to the next. I'm all nice. I'm all about cheap sunglasses. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was... I, I've got a, a collection of uh eighty a branded aviators. Branded, now. not just regular, yeah. branded. And they come in a case too. The case has the Top Gun Maverick logo, like yeah. a black case. Oh, so. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. The breakdown. 
All right, so just quickly, the personnel on the song includes Kenny Loggins on vocals and rhythm guitar. You got Dan Huff on lead guitar. Oh. Giorgio Moroder plays the synthesizers, yep. uh, the sequencer, and the drum machine. Tom Whitlock was also a synthesizer. Can't talk tonight. And <laughs> David Woodford plays that little bit of saxophone A little bit of sax, yeah. A <laughs> little so, bit. I think nice. what... I think what makes this song great is just the fantastic keyboard and drum machine work. You get that main keyboard hook, but there's like an organ part that matches the guitar sometimes. The synth bass line, that's great. If you listen to your headphones, you do hear a lot more. There's a lot of back and forth yes, between I've, the speakers. I have noticed that. You know, that goes with the, some of those like sound effects. Yep. The, the, and like the walking that walking keyboard part that goes you know yeah. it goes up and down that goes between the speakers so i it's a, a better experience if you've got your headphones on and listening to this but as always like i said though those little drum fills the, the drum machine work and the drum fills are just so good they're just thunderous dun, dun, you know dun, dun, dun. Yeah. you get that thunderous kick drum before the verses the choruses too but then during the verse you get the two quick hits that's just i guess tom or whatever but boom and yeah boom and I, I don't know i just love the drum the drum work in this even though they're not like real drums yeah that's what i was noticing but, in, in that lineup there's not a drummer in that lineup anywhere yeah it's all drum machine and sequencer it's kind of disappointing almost like i alluded to that the sax isn't more part it's more of an afterthought in the song yeah. you don't hear it in the middle there's no like solo or anything it's just kind of takes you out of the song and you're like oh just keep going with that a little bit more yeah, give me just, a little bit more of that yeah, yeah another maybe. sound but i don't yeah. know i don't know why it's a it's an afterthought but what do you like about the song well I, just looking at that just that lineup you listed i didn't know dan huff played the lead guitar on that mm -hmm. uh, dan huff is from uh the band giant he went on to play to play in giant uh, a couple years later but also i think before we got on, on, on the show tonight, we were talking about uh, Christian music. Mm -hmm. Dan, Dan Huff used to play for a band called Whiteheart. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. he's, he's an incredible guitar player. Um, but just, I mean, look at that. That's a crazy lineup. That's some, that's some serious talent right there. Um, yeah. For, for Giorgio Moroder to have played the sequencer or to program the sequencer and the drums to not even need a drum player for that song. I mean, mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's such a, I mean, that's such a talented lineup right there. It's amazing. I went out, I was looking for maybe a, a 12 inch mix or something that extends yeah. it. There's not anything out there official. There's a fan made one called the perfect version. Oh, uh, no. It adds actually more instrumental to the song. So you can actually hear oh. a lot more uh, just because, I mean, his vocals are so powerful, but yeah. I love hearing all the little stuff that they add in there little effects and keyboard parts and yeah uh, more of the drums so check that out if you want to nice. uh, get a little bit more of the instruments and and hear more of the you know what's well instrument <laughs> Key, <laughs> keyboard keyboard and drum machine i guess you know mainly yeah. but yeah very cool nice. so danger zone comes in at number four on our list for its commercial success a number two song and of course, just its association with the 80s in general. I think you just, it's boom, 80s right there. Not necessarily yeah. just the movie, but of course that. So 
bonus songs for this episode we might as well keep the kenny vibe going man let's play playing with the boys yeah from the top gun soundtrack we'll play a little volleyball and uh <laughs> i am also going to include lover boys uh hit heaven in your eyes also from the soundtrack nice i do enjoy that one so we'll get a couple more soundtrack songs uh as a bonus for this episode quick contest update everybody again got on the board this week gary is still our leader adding two points for his total he got danger zone on the money and he oh, wow. jumps from six points to eight points tim is not letting him out of his sights though he also guessed danger zone in the correct position and he moved his total from three to five oh. holding on to second place chad and karen both earned a point for having danger zone in their lists at number six and number five respectively so they are both still tied for third place one behind tim who has at four points and gary is out in front now i'm sorry uh, tim has five points and gary is now out up front with eight so wow. tim gary. is three tim is three behind chad and karen four back and we've got just three songs left so can they catch gary <laughs> I I don't want to spoil it. I, I want to keep the it, it going, but there might be somebody out there that guesses the next three songs exactly. Wow! And I'll just leave you leave it at that. And so, it's me. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we got it, I man. got the top three perfectly. Yeah. So Spotify Premium always the best way to listen to greatest list because you get to hear the. Uh, entire songs as we talk about them, not just Eric and I going back and forth. So check it out. Uh, and the, the bonus songs too, of course. If you listen outside of Spotify, connect with the music with those song whip links in the show notes. You know, skip the labor. Like I said before, you having to type in or search, <laughs> you can just click, 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 click over to Apple, over to, you know, Pandora, whatever you get your music and listen to the songs right after you listen to us blab on about them. Uh, of course, stream the episodes from your browser at greatestlistspodcast.com or on the retronetwork.com. And we want your feedback as well. Tweet us at greatestlists and uh, tell us what you thought about Danger Zone or really any of the songs in the countdown. Would love to hear that. Eric will take over for the next episode. And so we have reached the top three. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Like last time, I don't want to do it. I feel like our top three songs are very deserving. I do too. And had we decided on a different number one among these three, I would have been okay with that as well. I'm just going to put it that way. I would agree with that too. I think these three are, intercha are interchangeable and I would be fine with it. But they're just, all three of them are, are so great. I cannot wait to get into the next one, mm -hmm. uh, especially, but our top two. Yeah, I think they're solid picks, so. Uh, yes. Meet us right back here next time as we get closer to the finale of season one of Greatest Lists. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.